popping everybody welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law happy fucking monday everybody happy fucking monday are we re- cl- we're we're two steps closer to halloween oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> wait i know what have you finished decorating yet Geraldine, we are halfway through October. It is literally October fifteenth. I thought recording. of that this morning. I'm like, holy shit, do I even bother? I mean, <laughs> I'm so close. You're like, it's good enough. It's close enough. Oh my gosh! No, I'm almost done. Okay, almost. I can't. Be- I'm very surprised though that it's halfway through October. I know. You know what it is? It's hard for me. I and know. Like, you know what makes it like the ultimate is adding like the spider web, and that stuff is hard. It's yeah. hard for me to do stepping on that stool. You know. Eva's been working really, really hard, so I hate him coming home and having to do that too. Me. Yeah, because so it's a lot of physical. I keep saying, you know, I'll, I know a day is going to come where I feel a little bit better and that I can get it done, but it's hard. As long when as you I do climb up 31st. on that ladder, I like when I go up, Aaliyah holds me because I have no balance. You uh-huh. know, it's really hard. So I'm going to try. I'm going to try because I know I have to show pictures to you guys because I know you're, God, I talk so much about it and I'm letting you down. I'm sorry. I know. Everybody's awaiting the I'm photos. Sorry. And then when I take pictures, I'm like, wow, it doesn't show up nice because of the gloss. You uh- know, <laughs> I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Please. As long as you get it done Stay before the 31st. Me. Stay with me, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, as long as you're done before the thirty first, it's fine. Yeah, I got um, I got like more stuff for the dolls. Like mm-hmm. not more stuff. It, it's not actual stuff. We just did stuff mm-hmm. to the walls and mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, but then this it. bitch we were hanging out with the other day, and she's like, "Yeah, we're playing Christmas music." <laughs> oh, I am. Yeah, it's definitely Christmas music. Let me tell you something. Definitely lifts the mood, sparks joy. It definitely does. Like for sure. the whole thought of it. But honestly, this morning I was laying in bed going. Do I even bother? Should I just start packing it up back in the bins and bring up my Christmas shit? Because <laughs> that's how you're feeling. <laughs> yeah, I should have. You know what it is now? It's just like annoying. Like I should have fucking got it done and did banged it, it out in like done. three days. Yeah, right, right, right. Which is usually how I do it. But mm-hmm. this whole back man, I know, shit sucks. I know, terrible. Mm-hmm. So, so you're just gonna take it down uh, yeah, after so a Halloween? Try. I'm gonna try. Okay. Um... Because you're ready for, I feel like you're ready for Christmas. I am ready for Christmas, but <laughs> I don't want it to be like how I'm feeling now. I don't want it to be like, all right, I'm on enough for Christmas. You know? Like, yeah, I don't want you it get to sick be, of it. Yeah, you get sick of it. So I don't want it to be that either. So, I, know. I mean, we'll definitely take a break. I will celebrate the ho- uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, thank you. Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving will be present in my house, obviously, my mom. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited. But. One step at a time. <laughs> you got this. I was just curious because I was like, of course, you guys know before we start the show, we're always like, all right, anything, any updates? We're like, nope, we're boring. We're I was boring. like, wait, I want to no know life, if you finished. done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Zane and I did carve pumpkins for the first time, which is weird because I, like, that was a tradition for me. Like, my family and I used to do it every year. And then Zane and I realized, we're like, I don't think I've ever carved pumpkins with him. Which oh. is so weird because we've been together for almost seven years now. And you never did it. Yeah. And, and it, it was so fun. <laughs> what? So sweet. No, um, sorry, I was taking some water. Um, no, that's really sweet. But I used to do it with my kids all the time. We were, yeah. Ever and I were looking at pictures because it comes up on Facebook memory. And yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, six years ago. Oh, eight years ago. And I'm like, why don't we do that anymore? Wait, six years ago? I don't know if it was six years ago. Oh, it was sorry. probably just Amani <laughs> and Aaliyah. Huh. Because Zane was I, busy with you. Yeah. <laughs> We were always but here. I, I I don't know. But yeah, it's it's traditions that as your kids get older, it gets harder to try to make everybody do. You mm. know? I just don't remember ever doing it with him, which is so weird because I love carving pumpkins and it's just weird that we never done it Your together. pumpkins came out bomb dick, by the way. They're <gasps> Thank beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was like, this is a lot more fun like when you're an adult. I'm like, it seemed a lot harder when you were a kid because you can't like cut and fucking shit. It was so fun though. Oh, that's awesome. Highly recommend. Nice little date night. Aww. But that's it. <laughs> I need a date night. Go for it. Yeah. Go to freaking refuge. I keep telling you, their nachos are so good. Just go and order nachos. That's really all you need. Zane and I were so damn full that we were like, literally, all you need is nachos and like a drink, and that's like a beautiful date night. Like it's a whole meal in itself. The nachos because it's got meat on it. It's got cheese. The tortilla. Mm-hmm. It like literally is a meal. Hmm. And then we got entrees with it, and it's like, oh, it's just too much. But highly recommend The Refuge if you guys are on Long Island. Their nachos are so good. 
podcast is sponsored by the refuge uh, <laughs> imagine that would be nice free nachos for life <laughs> okay emails yeah i guess there's nothing else kind well, of boring all right that's fine because we bullshit for a long time anyway so makes up for it today yeah getting right into emails all right, let's get right into it let's then. get into it shall we you go first i'm sick of hearing myself talk <laughs> Hi, lovely ladies. I love listening to you guys, and I admire both of you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I have a ghost story from when I was around 10 years old, so let's get into it. My family used to rent a three-story house, and we lived on the third floor. I used to be a scaredy cat as a kid and would have to keep my bedroom light on during the night and force my my sister to sleep with me. Within time, I began waking up around 2 or 3 a.m. and going to the kitchen, and I would sit in the corner with, quote-unquote, a lady. This lady had only half a body, one eye. The other eye was black, and it cried blood. She had long black hair. Now, I don't remember ever speaking to her. I just remember going and sitting there. I never felt scared, nor did she ever try to harm me. Until this day, I can describe her perfectly and still wonder who she was. I haven't seen her or that ghost since moving out of that home. It's not much of a spooky story, but just thought I would share. It would be fun to share and hear your input on this. It's not spooky and um, fun to that, share. That is spooky. And yeah, I mean, that was her house. And she was a friendly one. I told you, they're not all evil. Spirits are not all evil. She just wanted to sit with you in the corner of the kitchen. The fact that she said it's not spooky is just fun to share. There's there a half lady with her eye crying, crying blood. blood yeah like no, i have thanks. that totally envisioned oh my god that's so scary Me that's too. that's that i told you that's that look i don't like yeah no like the white with the black <gasps> Ooh. yeah no thank Eating you babies. i'm glad that she hasn't followed you just gotta say that <laughs> all right paranormal experience hi listen jerry love from toronto canada i'll try and keep this short for you guys my earliest and pretty much only paranormal experience happened when i was maybe around nine or ten and i'm 21 now Growing up, my grandparents lived in a one-story home that had a basement apartment where my aunt, uncle, and cousin lived in this and in this apartment we were always told stories about someone named the white lady living down in the furnace room. This said white lady was actually suspected to be my grandfather's mother. It's a very vague memory, but it's one that I've always remembered. It was one summer afternoon where I was alone in my aunt and uncle's bed because I had come down with a fever while everyone else enjoyed the summer day in the backyard. Just for some context, the setup of where I was was both bedrooms were across from each other and a wall with a large photo frame that reflects the rest of the apartment, including the furnace room. I was taking a nap, and when I woke up, my eyes went straight to the photo that was hanging on the, in the, on the end of the hallway on the end of the hallway wall. In the glass of the photo, I remember seeing a figure of a lady in a really flowy nightgown just standing there in the middle of the hallway. And even after blinking a few times, it was still there. So it was one of those moments that I just shut my eyes tight and went right back to sleep. It was so quick and so random, but it's something that has always lingered in my memory. After that day, I never had any sort of experience like that ever again, not even in the basement of that house. Anyways, that's basically all I wanted to share. Love you guys, and thank you for doing everything that you do. I'm telling you. The white lady with the you, black she's hair. everywhere. What? Where did that come from? That's the exorcist? Is that where that came that's from? That's just, I, I think, all spirits to me look like that. Just like the white and the black hair? Yeah, and those black eyes. Oh, you wouldn't even put one in your Halloween decor, huh? You don't even own one. Do you? No, I do. Oh, the one big one in the corner. Oh. Yeah, that one's scary. That's right above your bedroom door, and I, too. I have the one that's holding the lantern. She's <gasps> that, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, how do you have that? Because she's evil and scary, and I got to face my fears. That one is really scary. I tell scary. you all the time, you have to face your fears, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm facing my fears. And that one, like, talks, too. <sighs> Where's that one from? No, she don't talk. The one that holds the lantern? Doesn't it move or talk? No, the lantern does. Oh. I think it just makes like, ooh, kind of sound. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I have anymore. <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, beautiful ladies. Absolutely love the podcast. Here's hopefully a quick story on the messages I get from my angel baby. I didn't know if I should write in for Halloween episodes, but this week... Right, you went for the Halloween episodes, but then this week I have kept seeing rainbows, so sounds like my baby is wanting me to. Mm. 
In 2018, I was pregnant with my second baby, and my mother's intuition had me feeling very unsettled with it and not really wanting to share the news with many people. When we went for our 20-week anatomy scan, our world shattered as the news of our baby had spinal bifida, and from there, the news just got worse, and she was not compatible, quote, compatible with life. I birthed my beautiful wee girl at 22 weeks and absolutely heartbroken. So sorry. A few months after her passing, I keep seeing these movements of of light a bit like a backwards shadow it's a bit hard to explain it always happens in the hallway and would make me turn around so quickly to see if there was someone there i now truly believe it's her playing with me just before her first birthday my husband and i decided we were ready to try again for another baby which was scary but we were ready on her birthday we still weren't pregnant but i started seeing rainbows every day if i didn't see one a friend was sending me a snap of one for the whole month, which was crazy for me, as I've never experienced something like this before. A few weeks later, I found out I was pregnant with our rainbow baby. And Aww. the craziest thing is, the last rainbow I saw would have been the day I conceived our son. Aww. I think the rainbows were my angel baby. Oh, I got the goosies. I think the rainbows were my angel baby letting me know that she does, she has chosen my brother for us and he was coming into our lives. We've moved into a new house and now I see the light movement when I'm in my kitchen and it always comes from around where her ashes are, which makes me happy that she has come to our new house. Here's a picture of my two living kids, three-year-old Adeline, five-month-old Elijah, and plus my angel baby Zara's uh, hand and feet casing so you can see how perfect she was. Aww, love you both. We love you. Aww. I'm so happy That's for so you. beautiful. Oh, look at her. Yeah, she's like, Mom, bring a baby. <laughs> my baby brother, here you go. She's so cute. Oh, my God. Not necessarily Halloween, but definitely a sign from your angel baby. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'm like, this wasn't even spooky. Oh, it's so cute. Congratulations. All right. Spooky story. Spooky I feel story. weird hopping from that to... It's okay. <laughs> Spooky story. She wanted it. Her her angel baby wanted it for Halloween. She, she said wanted it, to be so. in this episode. She did, and there you are. Hi, girls. My name is Vanessa. First of all, I want to thank you for always keeping me company. I study architecture in Germany, which is very, very far away from my home, Ecuador, and I live by myself, so I tend to get lonely, and you are always my company as I'm working. You sound so friendly, and I wish I could meet you someday. Oh First That's of all, crazy. she's in Germany, yeah. but yet she lives in Ecuador, and here we are in Long Island. <laughs> Good for you to be I know. able to travel and learn and study abroad. Like, I love that. By yourself. Yeah, that's amazing. Ooh. Well, without further ado, my story starts with my teenage obsession with Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I come from Ecuador and artists usually never have concerts there because it's such a small country. But somehow Justin Bieber decided to do a con concert in the capital, Quito. But I lived in another city that wasn't close at all. My mom knew that I was completely obsessed with him, so she let me fly there with my best friend and her sister. I was 14 at the time, and we would stay with their grandma that lives there. The layout of the apartment is the is important to the story. You walk in, and the dining room and the kitchen are there. Then you go to the right, and there's a pretty long hallway with only the bathroom on the right. All of the rooms are at the end of the hallway where we all were. Okay. One night, my friend and I were the only ones that were still up. Her grandma and her sister were already sleeping because it was, all, it was around 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. I decided to go to the bathroom to get ready and go to bed. Once I was done, I got out of the bathroom and was closing the door slowly and carefully to not make any noise since everyone was sleeping. And as I was doing that, a middle-aged woman's voice started calling my name. Vain. Vain. Twice from the other end of the corridor where the kitchen and the dining area were. I started freaking out because, one, the voice was so clear and she said my name not once but twice. Two, everyone was sleeping but my friend and I, so no one was on that side of the apartment. Three, it was a voice that I had never heard before. It wasn't her grandma's or her sister's voice. Mm -hmm. I ran to our room and started telling her what happened and we got so spooked that we just decided to go to bed ASAP. Luckily, it was our last night there, and I didn't think anything of it anymore. But then when I came, 
when it came back to my mind and I started thinking about it, I had forgotten that my friend's mom had passed away two years before that and I had never met her and we're at her mom's apartment. So it got me thinking, was it my friend's mom? Did she want to tell me something? I never, I will never know. And I think about that sometimes. Take care and keep shining like you do. Ooh. Wait, so is she saying like she thinks if she responded, she would like have a conversation Maybe. with her? Maybe. <gasps> Imagine just having a conversation with just a voice. Like I know you believe in it, but like actually think about that happening. Like if you were just sat in your hallway and you were just talking to a voice. Like, woo, that's creepy. I talked to voices in my head. Yeah, but know, like, like hearing it physically no, out loud. No. That Noises, but actually voice, have a conversation. No, <gasps> I've never done that. I don't think, but you know, I forgot you about the know. TV thing. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the black on Zane's neck. So it's like, as things come up, maybe, but this isn't sparking anything. I don't remember ever having a conversation. How crazy would that be? Oh my Ooh. goodness. Wow. Okay. What's poppin' pretty ladies? Aw, what's up? Thanks. (laughs) When I was much younger, my great-grandmother got sick and moved into our house so my parents could take care of her. We had a small house, and so she took my bedroom. Long story short, she ended up passing away in my bedroom. Ooh that she was staying in a few weeks later the room became mine again and everything was fine but it was clear she was still in there oh my goodness she was born in 1914 and had some very weird quirks which stayed with her after she left for example she never ironed clothes she would fold them and put them under her pillow to get the creases out well i would find my clothes folded underneath my pillow all the time She also hid her money under her mattress. My money would be missing from where I put it. I would, I could always find it under my mattress. These are just a few weird things that would occur. And when I asked my parents if they were messing with me, both cried. So it can only be chopped up to her showing off that she was still around. It was a little scary, but also a cool story to tell now that I'm older. That's Woo! cool. She just wanted to like teach you. This is the way you do. Take care of your clothes and where you put your money. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not sure if this is a dream or paranormal paranormal but here it goes i lost my best friend when she was 19 she was always very sick she met her boyfriend at the time now husband she would always she said when she met my boyfriend uh, when she met my boyfriend sorry she would always teasing she would always tease him saying good luck if she if he decides to marry me anyways as we got closer to the wedding it was hard knowing that she wouldn't be there with me and it was constantly in the back of my mind the night before my wedding i woke up in the middle of the night from one of the most vivid dreams I've ever had of her. I've had many insanely vivid dreams. A little backstory. She was adopted when she was three. Anyway, in the dream, she came to the rehearsal dinner with angel wings and all. She told me that even though she couldn't be with me on my wedding day, she would be the do the next best thing. She told me she had a twin sister that would be sitting with me and would be in her spot. Now, she does not have a twin sister, but my maid of honor was also great friends with her, and they always referred to each other as twins. Aww. It was the craziest dream, and of course, waking up at 3 a.m. from the dream, I didn't go back to sleep, but it was the best reason to be tired for my wedding day. I've attached a picture of us when we were younger from our hospital party right before her big surgeries. Aww. That's so sad. I think that that was her coming through in your dreams. Absolutely. Because it was your wedding day. That is beautiful. Dude, I'm sitting here crying looking at these pictures. It's so sad. Wait, there you see multiple pictures? No, oh, just oh, that oh. one. But it's so sad because it's all like beautiful young girls. And to know that she's not here is just sad. It's so sad. Wow, these are not Halloween events <laughs> today. Damn it. You're sad. <sighs> Paranormal experiences. What's poppin', ladies? <laughs> that was in all caps. I feel like I had to do that. <clears throat> Just wanted to start out by saying I love you both and Jerry from a girl who experiences chronic pain. I get you and so hear you. So when I was younger, I was very spiritually inclined. There were many instances where I'd see people here and there, but here's some stories. Ooh. One, 
When I was younger, I got a Patrick stuffed animal from SpongeBob. And one night in the middle of the night, Patrick started talking to me and it scared the shit out of me. And yes, I know it sounds crazy and a delusion, but it still haunts me. I laid so still and didn't move the whole night because I was so scared. I want to know, did he talk to you in Patrick's voice? (laughs) Wait, was it Patrick or was it somebody coming through the stuffed animal? You left some key details out here. I really want to know. I'm sorry that I'm laughing. It's just pretty funny. It was probably just like a dream or something because you were so little. I don't know. <laughs> it's just funny. That would be Patrick's voice. All right, two. Toys would always go off in the middle of the night, and this ties in with the previous story, but I, when I went to a psychic, I found out that my guardian angel was a little boy. So it all makes sense now, but it would drive us nuts even after taking out the oh. batteries. Okay, maybe I should have not said that because she did follow it up when she went to a psychic uh-huh. and it's a little boy. So. I know. I'm like, maybe you were just dreaming. Bye. Wow. All right, three. This is more spiritual, but it's super insane that I was able to do this. But my grandma passed away back in 08, and many years later, I had a dream of her at her house. I told her that she's going to die very soon, very upfront, I know. And sure enough, there was a clock counting down time. I saw beside her was a plate of kielbasa and a flyer to to a grocery store turns out when she died at home by a stroke there was a plate of food left out and she had went to the grocery store earlier that day super crazy i know i have no idea how i did that but it was so surreal okay i'm done for now okay love you bye i know i'm like i have nothing else to say rather than yeah exactly how Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having a premonition? Like that other story that I will never forget about the girl who had to go on Wednesday instead of Friday because grandpa was dying. Yeah, instead of the family dinner. Or Sunday was it? Whatever it was. Yeah, she like knew to go early. That was crazy. That reminds (sighs) me of it. I, can we go back to sex? <laughs> I don't want to do so this anymore. A couple of more. Okay. Paranormal story. Hey, listen, Jerry, my name is Claire, and I just wanted to say how much I love you both. Let's get into it. My grandmother passed away a year ago, and about seven months ago, I moved in with my grandpa. They never slept in the same room for health reasons, so my grandpa has his room, and now I have taken over my grandma's old room. First, a few times when I'm alone, I can vividly hear my name being yelled. So I look around the house thinking maybe my grandpa's home and needs help, but there's nothing. That has happened a few times, but the next story has only happened once, and I hope it never happens again. I was laying in bed one night, and the way that I was, I was facing the door, which means I wasn't facing the rest of the bed, if that makes sense. Basically, I could have been the little spoon if I was with someone. I felt like someone was watching me. I also felt like someone was in the bed with me. I closed my eyes so tight, wrapped myself in the blankets to the point where I was sweating. After what felt like 20 minutes, I finally had enough courage to quick open my eyes since I no longer felt someone in bed with me. And there was a shadow in me, but after a quick glance, it disappeared. Oh, sorry for the long email. Thank you for reading. Okay, bye. Wait, so she felt it on the bed with her? And then saw it. Am I re? Am I reading it right? I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I got tears in my eyes. Oh my I just god! Can't do this. I mean, I can because I love it. That's what I wanted, right? She heard her name being yelled so vividly that she thought her grandfather was home and needed help. Like, no, thank you. Get me out of that house. Anything else to say, Jerry? No, no, <laughs> no. I think we're spooked today. <sighs> Paranormal story, my boyfriend's ghost friend. What's poppin', beautiful ladies? My name is Emily, and I wrote in about getting my about getting flushed down the toilet drain. Oh, I remember her. Hi, Emily. I tried to look up the history of the house, but unfortunately, I couldn't find anything about ghosts or paranormal things that happened. So maybe I was just a crazy kid with weird nightmares. Mm -hmm. I guess. (laughs) Anyways, let's get into the paranormal story that involves my boyfriend. We've been together for almost a year now, and on our very first date, very first time meeting each other, he thought it was a good idea to tell me the story about his little ghost friend. Apparently, when he was younger, there was a girl named Susie that he was convinced was his best friend, and he would play with her at night. 
Nobody else knew about her and nobody else saw her. So, of course, being the right-minded person I am, I told him that it was just an imaginary friend and that a lot of kids go through similar phases. But no. He continued his ghost story. Might I remind you, still on our first freaking date, he told me that Susie would pull the blankets off of him at night, Mm. pull his brother out of bed, and say things that would go... And that things would go missing for days. He also said that they would record him putting his backpack in a certain spot and then it would be missing and he'd have to go to school without it. Then he then when he got home, it would be there in the place that he put it. It's still I still have a hard time believing him. And since it was the first time I was meeting this man, I started to think that he was probably just a little bit strange. But for some reason, I stayed with him. And thank goodness I did because he's my person and I wouldn't know what I'd do without this crazy man. So after a few months of being with him, when I finally met his mother, I had to talk to her about this about the so-called ghost named Susie. She, in fact, confirmed that it was true and that once my boyfriend got older, she stopped coming around. Also, to top it all off, come to find out, Susie was the previous house owner's daughter who had passed away. Absolutely crazy. So now we always joke around when something weird happens in the house that Susie is still following him and now she's haunting both of us. Thank you for so much for reading my email. I hope you enjoyed learning all about my boyfriend's ghost friend, Susie. I'll have some pictures at the bottom since I know you love seeing them. We love, love you guys. Oh my God, I love you guys. Listen to me. See, that's what I mean. That little girl died in that house. No, he, he doesn't say any- she died in that house. Just said she passed away. Susie was a previous house owner's daughter who okay, had well, passed away. All right, well, not in the house necessarily, but she lived in that house. <laughs> uh-huh. She didn't want to go away. She was just hanging out with him. That's crazy. It's not no damn. These kids who everybody's like, oh, they have an imaginary friend. No motherfuckers. They're talking to a ghost. But she wasn't a very friendly one if she was pulling her brother out of his brother out of bed and Not, pulling the sheets off and fucking taking his money and, and fucking hiding, hiding his, his backpack. backpack and Fuck shit. Susie, <laughs> damn Susie. She's like, bitch, this is my room. Get out of okay, here. I love you. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> She's gonna fuck with us now. <laughs> ah! Oh my god, that's crazy. Crazy. Okay, paranormal paranormal activity story. Hi, my name is Emily, and I just want to let you know you both keep me so entertained on my drives to and from work, and I'm so happy I started listening to the podcast. All right, let's get into it. Thank you. Thank you. I used to live in a large... (laughs) (laughs) It's this huge. She said large. Same thing. And then I try to do what you do, like pretend I don't make a mistake so it's not obvious, but then I laugh at myself because it says huge. Same thing. Boom. Take two. (laughs) I used to live in a huge, creepy house in a small town in Ontario, Canada. My brother and I always got weird vibes, and I found myself as a kid running up and down the, up the stairs, and I turned the light off because I felt like somebody was chasing me. We had a computer room that was originally a linen closet, and I always felt super uneasy in there. The room was square with no windows. <laughs> See, why the no window thing? <laughs> Why no windows? And the computer desk and chair were facing away from the door. No, no, you turn it around. See, that's the problem. Sorry. Okay, I always felt super creeped out as a kid playing on the computer, and I always felt the the urge to turn around and make sure I was alone in the room. Now, if you would have turned your desk the other way, you wouldn't have to turn around. Sorry. Okay. We moved out of the house, and about five... After about five years, and I had no idea, my parents experienced weird things in the house, too, until I was an adult. My parents told my brother and I that they often saw a white figure floating up and down the stairs that my brother and I were always terrified of in a white dress. On the day we moved out, my dad went back in the evening and put wood in the fire, wood on the fire. It was a wood-heated house. And as he was leaving, he said he told the spirits to, quote, stay here and leave our family alone. After that, he felt a bang, similar to like a broomstick hitting the floor from below twice. We've never experienced anything since. Thanks for reading if this makes sense. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. No, thank you. It is just like the Ouija. You have to like finish. He said, you stay here. Like you stay here. Leave my family alone. They've never experienced it since. And maybe it wouldn't have followed them because it doesn't necessarily. That's their house. They were just, you know, in their house. I'm glad they left you guys alone, though. <laughs> How many more days of October do we have left to record? <laughs> <laughs> All right, paranormal activity. Hello. I hope that you guys get my email. That would be amazeballs. You two inspire me to have a good relationship with my soon-to-be mother-in-law. Aww. 
We love that. We love that. Now my story. I was around six or seven, and my two older sisters were watching me. They turned on... Sorry. They turned all the lights off in the house and started dragging me down our hallway. (laughs) Interesting. At the end of the hallway was just a wall. We were almost to a wall when I saw a figure pop up. I remember it was a girl. She had long hair and a dress on. She was swaying back and forth, holding her dress. I scared the shit out of my sisters. I'll never forget that. Scariest thing to ever happen to me. Pictures of myself and my little family. Let me tell you something. See, it's always the dress. It's always the the, The dress with the long hair. It's probably like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I, I wonder where that like symbol came from. I don't know. Because don't know, the fact yeah. that everybody, or is it really that's what we're all seeing, you know? Because everybody describes sort of the same sort of thing. Yeah. Or is it just ingrained in our brain? I mean, I think it originated assume. from like a little girl, right? Like a little girl in a white mm-hmm. gown mm-hmm. with like long black hair. But that one? Oh my God. Can you sit? I can totally, when she said just you sitting there like, like this. Yeah. <laughs> no! I have chills all over my body. No, thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. We're getting through yeah, them today. Normal story. Hey, y'all. I'm McKenna from Texas. This is my first email I've written in. Just want to say how much I love you all, and you've made such a huge impact on my life. <laughs> she fucking did it again. It, did it, again. it says big, and she said huge. Well, I, you know, I want to sound like we're bigger and better. <laughs> we're huge. We made a huge impact on her life. <laughs> McKenna, I love you. I'm sorry oh, for screwing so up your email. <laughs> This might be a little long, but my paranormal story is about my grandparents. So I lost my dad's parents within two months of each other in 2018. That had to be the hardest time of my life. I'm so sorry. Um, I was home alone recently after we had... And we had a hanging basket in my kitchen and it was swinging. Like swinging. Like somebody had pushed it. And my sister told me it was... Gigi or grandpa because she's really into the spirit stuff and I asked if your grandma or grandpa moved something and right after a picture moved on the wall. No! Yes. <gasps> Months after I had little weird things happen and I knew it was them. Second quick story from my grandparents and this one still gives me the chills. My niece was two at the time and she only had met them once and she had a light up dolphin nightlight in her room from my grandma's house and she kept talking in her room at 2 or 3 a.m. And my sister asked who was it and what they wanted and she said an old lady with blue hair. My grandma had gray white hair and she just wants to play and my sister asked if there was anyone else and she responded an old man in the corner just watching. My sister later got a medium and confirmed that it was my grandparents. We believe that this was their way to tell us that we've made it and their final goodbye since we didn't see them before they passed. Okay, love y'all. Bye. I think that freaks me out a lot. Like a little kid being like, I see an old man in the corner. You said that. That bothers you, right? Yeah, but then like you don't see shit. Because you also don't know like kids, do they just have more imagination? Or are they actually seeing something? Like are they going to remember this when they're older? Okay, I've said this before. I think kids are more susceptible or open to it because they're not taught or they don't know. They don't know it. Right. They don't know. Right. They don't know to like just push it aside or make it a coincidence. Or what or, a ghost is. Right. Or, yeah. So they're just, they're they see literally it. open because they see, you're right, they see it. It's like we were talking about, and I know anybody can get possessed, but more people that are religious tend to get possessed because they're more open to it. Mm-hmm. So the same with this. I think children, the innocence of children allow them to see much more their mind that doesn't know anything yet right and we filter out we always i mean i've said it before people tend to go oh that's just a coincidence oh that that was just a shadow oh the light just flickered for you know there must be electric problem or you know we brush it off as things because i think we as adults don't want to deal with the fact that hey there's a fucking spirit in this house so we hush it off where children are open to receiving it they don't even know what a spirit is and they want to know those messages they want to know that grandma loves me and grandpa loved me and want to just make sure i'm okay Mm -hmm. you know that's a beautiful (gasps) story spooky but beautiful but like also like me and you don't even know if we had that when we were younger like that could have happened to us and we just don't remember it like we could have seen things when we were younger Uh, i don't like it scary (laughs) All right, paranormal shit. 
That's the subject line of this email. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, y'all wanted to hear paranormal shit? Well, girls, do I have a story for you. <clears throat> Set the scene. I'm at home by myself with earphones on. Always have one. Come on. Not both. I agree. <laughs> you can't. That's my rule. For this reason, you can't. Absolutely. One fall evening, after being left alone in my house, I decided to put my earphones in and listen to music while doing homework. Ten minutes in, and I'm belting Taylor Swift when I hear something. I take one earpiece, I take off one earpiece and stay quiet for a second to hear the noise. No, I'm just hearing things, I say to myself, and I put the, put the earphone back in. Shh, there's that noise again. What can that noise be? I love that she wrote this like a book. <laughs> I take off both earpieces and listen carefully. Finally, it dawned on me. Water. I jumped from the bed and run to the bathroom to the faucet running. I most definitely did not turn it on and no one is here, I say to myself. Hello? Is anyone here? I called out, making sure that I was still by myself. No answer. I check the driveway and all the rooms and no one is there. You're definitely like a writer or some <laughs> shit. I probably left it on and forgot, I thought to myself. I walk back into my room, put my earphones back in, press play and continue with my work. Shh. I take off my earphones. No, I say to myself. Put my earphones back in, put the music on blast, and black out any noise. Shh. The noise grew louder. Not possible. Nope, nope, nope. Shh. It sounded as I was in the bathroom with the water running. Okay, I'm going to run into the bathroom, turn it off, and pray and lock the door on three. I thought to myself. One, two, three. 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 Run. Run. (laughs) I get to the bathroom, turn off the faucet from the sink, and turn around to the door when I realized the shower is on. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. The shower's on. Shut up. Oh, fuck me now, I thought. This cannot be happening to me. Why fucking me? I run back to my room and hide under the blankets with my earphones and the volume as high as it can go, waiting for my family to come back. Time passes, and I hear footsteps. Thank fucking goodness they're back, I say, while I'm taking off the blanket. I walk to the window to check the car, and no one is here. Oh, my fuck. Tip, tap, tip, tap. I hear footsteps again. This ghost wants to play, and I'm not having it. I go back to my bed, and I try to convince myself I'm crazy when I finally hear, We're home. I almost died that day, and it happened a couple more times where the water would turn on in the bathroom, and I had to accept that it was the ghost playing and not to be scared. Mm-hmm. Another really quick story, same house, but with my grandma. She found a ring. She had found a ring in the basement under the laundry machine. She put it on, and she felt a sense of calmness, and that was so weird, that so she took it off. When she took it off, that calmness went away. We ended up learning that an elderly couple had lived in the home, and one of them died. We believe that he passed in the home, but he was declared dead at the hospital. So if it was him, at least he didn't try to kill me. Mm-hmm. I hope you all enjoyed the story, and I can't wait for spooky episodes. Okay, love you. Oh Bye. Let me tell you something. No, 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 and more no. Okay? No. No. The running water would freak you out? No. Listen, bitch shuts off the fucking water, not you, sorry. And then the fucking <laughs> shower's on, this too? bitch. Like, like, no. How? Can you tell me? Can you tell me? Well, yeah, she did. She did it tell was us. The she people said that it was died the guy. The yeah, exactly. He was just fucking with you. He was just having fun. Yeah, he He's was bored. Like, hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> You're home alone. Let's fuck around a little bit. Oh. <laughs> no, not like that, Alyssa Rose. <laughs> Sorry, I just miss our sex episode. <laughs> kidding. Okay, ready? Ready. I worked at a haunted restaurant. No, thanks. Hmm. Hi, ladies. First of all, I love you all so much. Alyssa, I watch your videos every single time you upload. Thank you. I had my first baby at the start of the pandemic, and your videos have seriously got me through this tough time. Oh, thanks. Jerry, you're a badass woman, and I wish you, my mother in I wish my mother-in-law was like you. Aww. Okay, so, I worked at a restaurant for five years, and that place was haunted as fuck. I didn't believe it. Until I was literally a week or two in, and I'm at the bar, bar pouring a guy a beer, and it was just me and him up front, and we heard something clear as day, say my name, and we both turned around, and nobody was there. We looked at each other. Like, did that just happen? I played it off like 
and was like, yeah, okay. Well, shit just got weirder. The worst one was when I was opening and I was home and I was alone in the back by myself and I heard whistling. My bo- my boss would always whistle or hum and I was sitting there thinking he was back there with me and he fucking walked through the door to come beside come inside. I've never been more freaked out in my life. I refuse to be by my be in the restaurant again by myself in the restaurant again other people have told me they get things thrown at them the sink turns on by itself the beer taps have come on the toilet's been flushed when nobody is there the paranormal people for our country have wanted to do an investigation there for so long but i refuse to be there overnight fuck that sounds like you just have a plumbing issue you might want to get fixed (laughs) (laughs) unless it's like yeah 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 blame the plumbing (laughs) the toilet the sink the beer tap (laughs) Can you imagine, though, like, fucking just sitting there pouring a guy a beer and you both hear? Because they both heard the voice, but yet nobody was there. No. Um, what's with all these spirits turning on the sink? Like, what is that about? I feel like that's a reoccurring thing. It is. A lot of people I, have said. You know why? Because it's it's something that a they sign. can do. Uh-huh. I mean, I could look up and see if it's actual. Like, if it's a meaning, I just think it's something, like... Catch attention. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Because, like, people will, like, leave a cabinet open and it won't be as... Because I know, Weird. like, slamming of cabinets or leaving them all open, but people could always brush it off. Like, oh, my cat must have opened it. Or Benji opened the drawer kind of thing. But if it's, like, a running water, your cat's not going to get up on the sink and put your sink on. I don't know. My you cats know? really love the sink. They're pretty talented. <laughs> I wish I could teach Benji because he freaking sits by the sink and claws at it and, and just, just meows. Like, meow. Meow, yeah. mommy, I want water. Literally. I'm like, we needed to... Zane said when we... Um, this is so fucking unrelated, but whatever. That's what you guys are here for. Um, we, he was like, when we, like... If we have, like, fuck bucks in, like, our house in the future, we gotta make, like, a button that when he, like, puts his paw on it, but then when like he, like, sensor. gets up, it goes off. Mm. Like, it doesn't... Like, he doesn't have to turn it off himself. Yeah, like, like he just puts or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. cool. Yeah. Benji needs that, because he... He's so rude. He doesn't turn the water off when he's done. <laughs> we always yell at him. Okay. Spooky Thursday, except Ooh. it's Monday. <laughs> What's poppin'? Actually, it's Thursday for us when we're recording. It is Thursday. It's All right, so happy Thursday. Happy See, Thursday. she knew ahead. She knew it. Weird. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, it's my first time emailing you, and I'm so excited. I hope it makes it in the episode. Girl, it does. My name is Nikki. First of all, I just wanted to say that I love the podcast. Every time I'm in the car alone, I play the podcast, and one thousand percent of the time i look like an idiot just laughing at the things you guys say it makes me feel so connected to you guys and like we're all friends yes anyways now to the good stuff so this is a spooky experience that i had when i was in elementary school i must have been in fourth or fifth grade and i had this high school musical jacket that i was obsessed with i was packing up my school stuff so i wanted to put it with my backpack i couldn't find it anywhere so i went to the kitchen to ask my mom if she knew where it was. My mom didn't even have a chance to respond when the dartboard turned on in the room next door. Turned on? They must have had like an electric, electric one. one. Yeah. We were confused why it went off because no one was there. And the moment we walked in, I saw my jacket sitting on the chair underneath it. <gasps> the scary part is the dartboard wasn't ah, even plugged see, in. See? The dartboard wasn't even plugged in and that's the only way you can turn it on. So we always say that there's a ghost or an angel helping me find yes, my jacket. that's exactly it. I have one more and I'll make it quick. I was at my dad's house and I had walked out of my room. My dad's bedroom door was straight down the hall from my room. I looked and saw the figure of a little kid run and hide in my dad's closet. I thought it was my little brother. So I went over there to see what he was doing, but no one was there. I checked under the bed and everything and I couldn't find him. I called for my brother and he came to the room and he was, he said he was watching a movie in the living room. Ever since that night, when I see when I'm there, I see a little figure running and hiding in the house. Every time you're there. Oh my God. Sorry if Jerry is reading this because it's so long. I try to space out. Can you imagine like every night seeing a little figure no. running up and down the hall? That's definitely, again, bet you, bet you, bet you any money. Do the history on the house. Guarantee. Guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Definitely look up the history of the house. Guarantee it. <gasps> Ooh, that's so fucking crazy. You guys are like with all this fucking paranormal shit i can't believe you just see it running every time and you're just like yeah i just see it <laughs> like that's it i see it every time a little figure running like yeah there's definitely some sort of history there for sure okay 
Hey guys, what's poppin'? Oh. Hey oh. guys. I, I put in the what's because I thought maybe she forgot it, but she said, pop in my email, Cherry, to you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and excited to continue contributing to your beautiful podcast that drives me to that drive with me to drop my son at daycare and then myself to work each morning. Oh God, your poor son is going to be traumatized. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or he's just going to be like, oh, okay, so that's the real life, right? <laughs> that's what it's about. When he's older, he's going to be like, memories are going to fly back. <laughs> my mom used to listen to something like yeah. that. <laughs> when I saw Paranormal, I knew I had to send in my stories. I will try to keep them short and sweet. As a child, my grandma, who has since passed on used to tell me about the experiences she had throughout her life with paranormal and a few have stuck with me she used to hear banshee oh banshee high-pitched screeches in her basement go investigate and nobody but her 12 year old half deaf mostly blind dog would be asleep on her bed she also says that one of the pans that hung above her stove literally flew across the kitchen and nobody was home but her another time when i was 16 i was driving home from my then boyfriend now husband's house around midnight and i kid you not i thought i had run over a human let me explain i was driving down a dark road already scared at that time of night alone and a figure appeared so fast in front of me i didn't even have time to break and i thought i actually ran somebody over but i didn't feel an impact it looked so real of a man in a trench coat covered no covered face that i actually turned my car around to make sure i wasn't insane and maybe and I am because nobody was there. So I was so confused. I went home and I haven't driven home. I haven't driven alone at night since. Let me tell you something. Who sees that one? Absolutely not. Last night, I left my parents' house pretty late to drive home. And I just immediately in the dark, like anxiety. And so it was like after 1130. And like, that's when like, it's a Wednesday night. Roads are empty. Like nobody is there. Like I said, I'd rather have like a million people out and I would feel so much better. So I'm, I'm like rushing out of my parents' house. My dad's standing at the door watching. It's not like he wouldn't see if anything happened, but I fucking bashed my head on the door of the car. Just trying to get in quick enough, yeah. right? <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. It hurts so bad. And then when I got home, I made Zane come and get me because I was literally having anxiety, like sitting in the car. It was wild. Last night felt spooky for some reason. I wonder if there was something in the air. Or if it was just late at night and I was scared. Well, you hate the night. Anyway. Yeah, it really freaks me out. That is scary. But picture doing like long dark, dark road. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, when we drive, like where where were we driving from? I don't remember. We were driving home from somewhere, but it was like you know, on Long Island, they have those roads in the woods that are just like no lights. Like you turn off your lights, it's, and it's pitch black. Nothing. Like pitch you can't black. even see your hand in front it's of like you. By. Uh, Mary's grave. Yeah, like Sweet Hollow Road. Oh my and god, stuff. that go down. Anybody on Long Island, go down that road. I dare you. Shut your headlights off. <gasps> you literally can't see your hand. Shit. Like there's nothing. It's pitch black. And you, when you look behind you, oh, oh, there's nothing. And in front of you, if you do have your lights on, you just see like the trees. Oh my god, yes, yes. that creeps me the fuck out. Come on, please, everybody, go down there. What? T- there's like a huge parade of cars <laughs> going down there. I'm in. Let, let's meet up. Let's meet up. Where? <laughs> um. But yeah, that's that's a spooky fucking thing. I mean, nighttime driving, like when there's no street lights, is scary as fuck. Like mm-hmm. I get like the chills, make sure my doors are locked, stuff like that. I remember driving down from my family's house upstate really late one night, and um, I think when we went up for Halloween a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. But driving down that road at night, you worry about deer coming. Yes, yeah. it's so scary when it's pitch black that's when i see things yeah oh because like i'm so scared that i'm like making shit up in my head i'm like did i just see a shadow did i just or, see somebody in there did i just see see or you just I'm said it. i'm making shit up in my head maybe you're not maybe you're just more gullible you're letting your guard down so maybe that's you're maybe that. but also i'm like was that a shadow was that that what was that what was that what was that meanwhile just like a fucking stick that's me okay wait she has another one okay go ahead this is her last story all about mediums when i say i used to have some pretty wild accurate readings i am not exaggerating i went to see one in my hometown and forced my husband to come with me he doesn't believe in that kind of thing so i wanted him to witness it for himself and it was a good reading the whole session was spot on her reading my life is a great detail down to her guessing my occupation I'm a kitchen and bath showroom manager. And then she told me 
<clears throat> she was narrowing down in her head a spot on a world map and that someone needed to see me. When she said Newfoundland, I almost fell out of my chair. My pop, who was one of my best friends, passed down his property to my brother, and it's in Newfoundland. There is no way this lady could have known this. She told me that at some point a single flower in a pot will be the relevance to me, but so far that hasn't come true. Thank you for taking the time to read this email. Love you, ladies. We love, love you. you too. <laughs> that email freaked me out. How, why would you turn around? You turned she around to make sure she didn't just run somebody over. But she didn't feel anything. Oh, <gasps> well, she could have like said, "Holy shit, I'm about to run somebody over." <laughs> Let me just see. My thought would be like turning around on a road like takes too long to like you pause like when you're making like a three point turn. Like somebody could get into your car in like Not those dark doors are locked. Come on, well, imagine though somebody just like hit their hand oh, on your Alyssa, window. Stop. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus. Last night driving home, oh, I'm literally two minutes away. Last night driving home, I'm like checking my back seat, <laughs> making sure the doors are locked five hundred times, and look looking around. I'm seeing like because it's nighttime, so you see all like the lights are reflecting in like your mirrors and stuff. It was freaking me the fuck out. I was spooked last I night. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I knew that you didn't like it. I didn't know you were so so I'm paranoid. Like like always, or does it get worse because now it's around Halloween time? Like do the you dark, get, always. Yeah, it's always. You're always, always this like. Ooh. Yeah, ever since I was younger. Wow. Yeah. I don't know why. I wonder what I the relevance is. Like, is, the it, dark. is it just like you're scared of the dark? Did something happen? Like, I wonder what the relevance is of why. I just always feel like somebody's behind me. That's so crazy. Like, I'm always scared that somebody's behind me. It's like you know when you're showering and you close your eyes and you just picture like a demon behind you. I don't think you're normal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I'm telling you, people are going to agree with me. It's like when you close your eyes in the shower, you like just picture the worst stuff. And you're like, fuck, let me get the shampoo out of my eyes and make sure nobody's behind me like going like this in the shower. No. I bet you people are going to agree No, with you me. know what I do do, though? I do do. You know do, what do. I do do? <laughs> um, like... If it's a long, dark hallway or something like that, Fuck like yeah. like just running. Like when they were saying yeah. they'd run up the stairs and put the light on because yes. it was dark. Yeah, like I can envision that. Yeah, you, you like know, picture like, somebody behind you. Yeah. All yeah, the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that the in unknown. The yeah, but not in the shower. I don't I don't think I've ever had any eerie feelings in the shower. Really? Yeah. I bet you that's going to be a popular thing that it a lot is, of people are like. Watch now. I'm going to start fucking experiencing it. Thank you so uh, much. No, it's nothing to experience. <laughs> just like when you close your eyes, you just picture like, oh, fuck, there's a clown behind me fucking about to mur- fucking choke me. How many emails we got sitting in our email, email box? 43, is it? Yeah. I can't see. <gasps> 43. <gasps> wow. Um. Yeah, fuck that shit. I always feel like somebody's behind me. I always feel like, even like last night. That's why I hurry up because even though my dad was watching, I feel like, what if somebody was like behind the tree and now they're like behind me as I'm opening my door? Like, what if they're standing behind me? Like, it just. I always feel like something's behind me. It freaks me the fuck out. I don't like it. But yeah, even if like all the lights are off at nighttime and I have to like pee, I'll like rush to the bathroom. Do you put your lights on or do you just go? I just go. Yeah, see, I could walk through my whole entire house in the dark completely fine. I don't get that nervous heebie-jeebie, nothing. Mm-hmm. Ever, if he has to get up to go to the bathroom, like, lights have to get on. Yeah. Come down the hallway, lights go on. Like, you don't know by Is that now. just to see? Or or you're saying, like, you know the layout with your eyes closed? Yeah, like, I know the layout. My, yeah. I can get up and walk to the kitchen and let the dogs out without putting any of the lights on. But if everyone uh-huh. does it, it's like... Hallway light has to go on. The kitchen yeah. light has to go on. It's like, why? You don't know the layout? Or I just walk, is he scared and yeah. sensitive, you know? I just walk really slowly because I've tripped over cats many times. <laughs> so I have to make sure, like, if I see a small shadow, I'm like, is that a t-shirt on the floor? Or, or is, is it, it a cat? Susie? <laughs> Susie? <laughs> Fucking Susie, I love you. Susie's listening. <laughs> All right. Spoke with my dead great-grandma. Hello, gorgeous ladies. I hope your October is off to a spectacular start. When I heard you guys were doing paranormal episodes, I just knew I had the perfect story. Okay. When I was about five years old, I would talk to my great-grandma who had passed away every night. I would only feel her presence in my brother's room. I would sit on his bed and have conversations with her. I was only five, so I don't completely remember what I would talk with her about, but I would sit there for hours. My whole family knew about it. Whenever my family would hear me talking to her, my family would walk in the room and say, oh, you're talking to great-grandma. We have since then moved out of that house, and I have never felt her presence anywhere else we have lived. I truly believed her spirit in that 
I truly believed her spirit lived in that house and that she was trying to communicate with me. I was only one when she passed, so I didn't get to spend a lot of time with her. I truly believed that she was trying to communicate with me and make up for lost time. Though I don't remember most of our conversations, those having those talks made me feel more connected Aww. to her. Okay, love you. Bye. See? Aww. That's a, that's a sweet one. At five years old, though? Imagine just having your little five-year-old just like, Sitting on the bed, just like, yeah, Grandma. So, and you're like, oh my God, she's hearing a voice. Okay, so at first it would be freaky if you yeah. had, if you insane had a child who was sitting in the corner talking to Grandma or Great Grandma. But if you started, if she was able to tell you things that were true, it, I think it would give you comfort. Like at first you'd be freaked out, but I think if you knew that she was really being comforted by a past, mm. say if say if you had a daughter and she was talking to your grandfather. Mm. who you loved and adored mm-hmm. and she's in there she's like yeah grandpa said you was his favorite animal you would know instinctively that she was really talking to your grandfather and that would probably give you comfort no yeah but a little bit of creepiness at the same time a little bit of like holy shit she's hearing things and like seeing things like that's kind of it's it's Not a things, little spooky your grandpa yeah Paranormal moment. Hello, Alyssa and Jerry, listening to you guys all the way from South Texas. Hi, girl. Hi. <laughs> she just started listening to the podcast, but she's been following your YouTube channel for not a while now, and I just love you guys. Thank you. Okay, so story time. Hey. Ye- years ago, I used to work at a retail stall. Retail. Sorry. Retail. <laughs> Let me take a sip of water. My mouth is like all like gluey. <laughs> We've read a lot today. We usually don't read this much. That was a nice noise. Years ago, I used to work at a retail store in the mall. One of the managers had asked me to be working at the jewelry... One of the managers had asked me to be working... I'm going to just start all over already. Years ago, I used to work at a retail... (laughs) She was so confident. Now you have to keep all of that in. <laughs> the confidence was key. <laughs> I'm just going to start over. <clears throat> <laughs> you got this. <laughs> Years ago, I used to work at a retail store at the mall. One of the managers had asked me to work at the jewelry department for a couple of days. When it was already time for closing, we would immediately start cleaning. One of the tasks would be to clean all the glass countertops. When the store closes, some lights on the store turn off. They leave a few on so it won't be pitch dark. So I began to wipe down the glass countertops and started on the one I had that had the watches so I know where to end. These countertops would go around like a circle. So I went all the way around cleaning. When I get back to the first one I had cleaned, I see two little handprints on the very top of the glass. <gasps> Mind you, I was the only one in the, the in my department closing that day and the store was already closed. So there was no customers anymore. I freaked out and left the towel and Windex on the countertop and ran to another department where there was other employees around. Then a few weeks later, it happened again, and the store was already closed. I was cleaning the mirrors by the handbags when I see little handprints on the mirror I had just cleaned oh, that spot. Oh, come on. I had told one of the employees at the store, and she just tells me, oh, yeah, she's been there working for three years, and stuff like that would happen to her also. That was the last time I encountered something like that. They were actually a child's handprints. They were too small for an adult. I'm thinking a child just wanted to come and play with me. Yikes. Hmm. <sighs> Um. Okay, so where Alyssa and I used to work, that store was haunted. What? You never had experiences? Like they what? actually named him. I think his name is Henry or some shit. Oh, I do remember them saying this. I do. Yeah, but working overnights and doing shit? Yeah. All the time. I'm sure I've probably experienced something that I don't remember. All the time. Just like silly little things. Like we would put something up one way and then one would be faced the opposite uh-huh. way. And it was just like, okay. He's that store just... did feel creepy sometimes. Yeah. And I think it was like this. It would be like it would creep me out, but it wasn't a big deal because there was no harm. It wasn't hurting us. It was just letting us know it was there. And yeah. I think that's the same thing. It was just letting her know that that baby is in that store with her. 
The handprints, though, Yeesh. dude. No, oh, right after you fucking clean them. Oh, no. Shit. You know me. Dirty windows or dirty mirrors on my thing. I hate that. That's one of my pet peeves. But <laughs> I, I would have so. gotten so mad. I would have been like, bitch, I just cleaned this. Cleaned it again. Go ahead. Show me again. You want to play? I'll play. <laughs> Do you want to play? What is your dog? Oh, that scared the fuck out of me. I thought it was your doll going off. And it's the alarm. All right. True story. Okay. Yesterday I was editing the podcast that came up today. And in there I have the doll playing, right? So Aaliyah's in her room doing her homework at the time. And the doll that we recorded that from is in the living room. Mm -hmm. But I'm in the kitchen. So Aaliyah kept hearing it because I was trying to place it and I would play it and stuff. So Aaliyah's hearing it but then goes in the living room and sees it sitting there. (gasps) Talk about being freaked out. My Mm -hmm. daughter came into the kitchen. She's like, Ma, you don't even understand. I'm hearing that girl, but the girl's the doll, the doll's in the living room. How am I hearing it? And then I press play and she's like, oh. (laughs) So, yeah, sometimes the spooky things like that can be easily explained. But sometimes you have to allow yourself to acknowledge that it's somebody or something just trying to communicate with you. Uh Could be could be a happy go lucky it could be an evil it could be a past uh, a relative it could be somebody who died in the house prior to you living there just acknowledge it you know sure it's like yeah sure just as long as it's not in the car at me at night. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you're enjoying the spooky month. I think Alyssa's had about enough. I've had about enough, but That's we're going right. to continue. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. We're Alyssa, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for listening, you guys. If you want to send us an email, anything else besides Halloween, because we've we've got it off at this point, <laughs> you can send a relationship, sex, advice, all of the above. Podcast at gmail.com. That's H-E-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. You can also go to our Instagram. That's at Agamil. Hit the little email button so you don't mess up spelling our email because guess what? We're not fucking responsible if you said it's the wrong person and then it all goes downhill. It's just not that's our it. fault. Don't sue us. Imagine. Hit the email button on our Instagram. Also, follow us on Instagram. We post cute, really, really, really cute graphics that we spend a lot of time and effort on. And we started doing audio previews. It's really fun over there. So go check us out. Follow us. If you want to shop our merch, that's teespring.com slash Ogmil. It's pretty fucking cute. Face masks, t-shirts, hoodies, all the above. Okay. Okay, Love you. Bye. Bye.